Are you frustrated with your government contracting journey? Do you feel like there's just something missing in your business, but you just can't put your finger on it? Are you finding enough opportunities? Are you struggling to win the few opportunities you do find? Do you have a plan of attack or a strategy for this market? Would you like somebody to review your current approach? Maybe it's time to consider getting a coach. Our team of coaches have helped our clients win over $13.6 billion in government contracts. We've figured out how to help companies just like you accelerate in this market. Market. If you want to find out if coaching is for you, go to federal-access.com forward slash govcon coaching today and fill out a coaching application. I will personally respond to your application and schedule a time for us to talk about your business. There's no cost for the session. There's no obligation. There's no hard sell or anything like that. What I will guarantee you is I will review your top challenges and give you detailed advice. And if coaching makes sense for you, I'll walk through your options. Visit federal-access.com forward slash govcon coaching today to get started. Now let's get into this episode. The big question is this, if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one-on-one with best-selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. Welcome, everyone. Mike Lejeune here with Game Changers for Government Contractors. And today I want to talk about pipeline management. Most of you probably know what a pipeline is for the government. For those that are new to government contracting, what is a government pipeline? A government pipeline is not just a list of opportunities. When managed properly, your government pipeline becomes a decision support system for your business. So what does that really mean? If you are managing your opportunities properly in a pipeline, and looking at the data and analyzing the data based on you know your goals and objectives and things like that, you're going to answer a lot of questions through your pipeline. Here's just a couple. Do you have enough opportunities to hit your goals? What's working and what's not? Where to direct employees and marketing dollars and those sort of things? It's going to help drive a lot of the company based on what's going into this sales pipeline. Something this important really needs to be managed properly. And I do highly recommend some sort of CRM. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. If you like Salesforce or Zoho or my favorite is HubSpot, if you like those, those are great. Uh, I've evolved over time. I started off on Salesforce and at some point it just got too complicated. So I moved to Zoho and then over the years, Zoho got more complicated. So I moved over to HubSpot and I really like HubSpot right now. And that's actually where a lot of our clients are. They are on the HubSpot platform platform. They really, really like it. It also integrates with a lot of their marketing stuff and things like that. So it's a really nice platform for managing your sales pipeline, but you don't have to do it that way. If you do not want to use one of those tools, you do not like those tools. Maybe you want to customize it differently. You can use a spreadsheet. That's totally fine. It just needs to be managed somehow. And in fact, a lot of our clients still use spreadsheets. They really, really like those. And in fact, if you are a federal access member, 
There are several templates for pipeline management. There are Excel spreadsheets in there that are built that already have all of the formulas in them. They point to um, like all the stages and all that kind of stuff. So you change that and it changes it in the whole pipeline for you, your percentages of winning, all that kind of stuff in there. And it can also be used to kind of manage that opportunity. So whether you're using a fancy CRM or a spreadsheet, I just recommend you use something to manage it so you can gather data from it. One of the first things that you need to consider about your pipeline is your quotas. How do you determine how many opportunities you need to hit your quotas? That's one of the big things. And that's regardless of whether it's just you or if you have a sales team, you need to figure out how many opportunities it's going to take to hit those quotas. So in the first year or two, this is really a guessing game. So in the first year or two, unless you're a commercial business and have some past performance there, you are likely guessing on what it's going to take to actually hit your goals. But the industry standard says you need between five and 10 times your quota in order to hit your revenue goal. For example, if your revenue goal this year is a million dollars, you need between five and 10 million in your pipeline to have a realistic shot at hitting those goals. You can just do the math there. So for every million dollars that you have in goal, you know, revenue goal, you're going to have five to 10 million that you're going to need to put in the pipeline. Now, here's one area where a lot of people actually mess up with this when they're putting an opportunity in their pipeline. And let's say it's a five-year contract. They put the whole value of the opportunity in the pipeline. And guess what? If you do that, you are not going to hit your goals because guess what? You're not going to get all five years of that opportunity in year one. So when you're looking at an opportunity and let's say over five years, it's worth $5 million, you should only put 1 million in your pipeline for this year. And then you can spread out those other 4 million over the next four years. And this is sort of how you actually start building a long-term pipeline. But initially you're just tracking that 1 million for the base year. Don't track all five years. That's a mistake a lot of people make. So that's one there. And then over time, you will use the pipeline data to determine what your multiple really is. Do you really need five or do you really need 10 times your quota in order to actually hit your goals? You may determine that your close rate is really, really high. And if that's the case, maybe you only need a multiple of three. So it's three times your quota in order to hit your goals. You're going to learn that over time, but initially the recommendation is five to 10 times your quota. Here's another thing that we recommend is the type of opportunities that are going in your pipeline. They should be broken down by what we call the 80-15-5 rule. 80% should be under 12 months. This is all tactical revenue. It's coming in this year, you know, in the next 12 months. So 80% of your opportunities need to be short-term revenue that you're going to bank on in this next 12 months. Then 15% should be stuff that's 12 to 24 months out. And then 5% should be 24 to 36 months out, where those are your, your really strategic opportunities that you're going after. Maybe it's these big IDIQs or some other big contract that you know about. But 80% of your stuff should be closing in 12 months or less. A lot of times I see people and their pipelines are all out of whack. And this is why they're struggling to bring revenue in short term. It's because a lot of their opportunities are 12 to 24, maybe 36 months out. And if the makeup of your pipeline is 50% of your opportunities are over 12 months out, then you're going to have a really weak pipeline at the end of the day. I'll go back to the first one. 80% should be 12 months or less. And that is your short-term tactical revenue. Here's another way that I usually ask people to break down their pipeline. If you're new to government, that first 24 to 36 months, you're going to be doing a lot of team 
teaming. That's going to be the focus. Whether you're the prime or you're the sub, you're going to be doing a lot of teaming. In that first 24 to 36 months, approximately 75% of everything you put in your in your pipeline should be a teaming opportunity where you're the sub, okay? You need to be the sub initially on three-fourths of the opportunities that go in your pipeline because the fastest way to win contracts, get past performance, and accelerate your growth is to be the sub. And then the other 25% or so of opportunities, you can be the prime, but you still need to be teaming on those. So initially, almost everything you do should be teaming. There's some exceptions where things are maybe under the micro purchase threshold, or maybe they're under the simplified acquisition threshold. And those are really good opportunities for you to prime as a standalone. But you're not going to see a ton of that in your first 12 to 24 months. You'll see some of it. But again, 75%, you should be teaming uh, where you're the sub, 25%, you're the prime. So the last thing I want to talk about for managing your pipeline today is actually looking at the milestones that are in your pipeline. For me, this is really, really important. When people are building their pipeline, there's different milestones that every opportunity should follow. Those milestones are very distinct and those milestones should match your sales process. And if you're doing this properly, it's going to help you track where the opportunities are, how they're moving through the pipeline, your percentage chance of winning. Again, if you're using one of our templates for that or one of the CRMs for that, milestones are your stages is a lot of times what they call them. Those milestones or stages are weighted based on how close you are to actually closing that deal. The percentages increase as you go through those milestones, through those stages. I should be able to pull up your pipeline and say, how much of the opportunities in your pipeline are less than 50% chance of winning over the next six months? Over the next month, how many? How many of those opportunities in your pipeline have a over 50% chance that you are going to win in the next 90 days? I should be able to look at that and see from your pipeline the weight of the opportunities so that I know, hey, look, based on what you have in your pipeline right now, everything is in the early stages. You really only have a 10% chance of actually closing anything this quarter. Or on the other side, hey, you've got you know milestones all over the place here. As I look at this, it looks like you've got a 50% chance of hitting your goals this quarter. Look, in order to hit your goal this quarter, we need to add more opportunities and we need to get opportunities that are farther down the track here. So it's not just about putting opportunities in. It's also about where are they? What stage are those opportunities in? And being able to look at that and look at your pipeline by stage so that you can actually realistically determine what are the odds that you're actually going to hit your goals. This is sort of like the intro to pipeline management. If you do this, it's going to really give you a firm foundation for how to manage your pipeline. And I can't stress enough, your milestones or stages, whatever you want to call them, should mirror your sales process. They should be weighted based on percentage. I personally, I don't do more than about eight or 10, anything more than that. And you really, it's just excessive use of like the stages or milestones. So eight or 10 is kind of the max there, but those are really, really important in making sure that you have enough opportunities in your pipeline. Remember early, I talked about how that multiple should be between five and 10 times your quota. That number will creep up closer towards 10 when you start to look at the milestones and a lot of them are very early in the process. 
this. That number will shrink down closer to five as the milestones or stages start to get towards the end of the process. So it all works together to make sure that you've got everything in your pipeline that you need to hit your goals. Again, there's more to pipeline management than this, but on the surface, this is the most abbreviated, simple version of pipeline management that I can give you. And if you just master this, I think it'll blow your mind over the next six to 12 months how easy pipeline management is and how you really take a lot of the mystery out of it by just working on these couple of areas here. As always, if you have questions, you know how to reach me and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.